Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This week in league, Ben Hunt adds can't count to his resume alongside can't catch. Hashtag so brave. Sam Burgess drops his dax on camera, knowing full well where he sits in the Burgi P9 power rankings. Tony Williams returns another positive cocaine test as he strives to earn a contract at the Storm. Plus, we look forward to all the action for the qualifying finals of the 2018 NRL season. All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 305 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? Mate, I'm sore. You fucked your back. I fucked my back. And uh, so. not not in the manner, not not in the in the method that listeners would expect after uh, <laughs> recent. Look, <laughs> after fucked my back, you know, Justin Timberlake didn't sing it. And Timberland didn't go, yeah, after I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I went out and had a couple of beverages on Saturday mm-hmm. and came home solo, which I was, you know, proud of. <laughs> came back and I needed to go to the bathroom and in my bathroom on my toilet I have a, a squatty potty. If you don't have one, you, you really should get one. They're incredible. <laughs> uh, they change the angle of your... Yeah, yeah. Poop. Straighten the S out. I, I've, I've named my, my left cheek Kikau, my right cheek Maloney, and then as I sit down, Cleary just slides through. It, it's amazing. Um, but given the, given the ending of the game the other night, I mean, that's a fucking solid analogy too because, I mean, in that scenario, Cleary would be the shit, wouldn't he? No. No, not at all. Um but I went to, you got to navigate your squatty potty, you've got to pull it out from the base of your toilet, you've got to get your dax down, and then you've got to sit down. And so it's sort of, you've you got to do the, the Indiana Jones walk of faith for that last couple of inches <laughs> as you drop. Um, and I severely misjudged my, uh, my rotation. Because <laughs> you would, what, you were you you half pissed or whatever? Yeah, half and so I've fallen down. It's only a single toilet that I was yeah. in. And so I've fallen down between the side of the bowl and the wall. <laughs> so it, which was, you know, one of those times I'm happy I live alone now. So nobody could discover me. And, and then the maid turned up and, you know, freed you. Like, <laughs> dragged you out by the ankles. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in crippling agony, <laughs> turtle heading. <laughs> Thing. So, oh, yeah. oh, fuck oh yeah, I was, I was on the couch for the most of the rest of the weekend. Yeah, that's not cool. 
So, uh, for those who requested more stepdad stories, obviously are not happening for the short-term no. future. Um, I had a tweet from uh, Paul. He's a Clarky two one two three on Twitter. He said, "I just started listening to the podcast. Fucking fantastic! Thank you, sir, welcome and welcome." Forward. And uh, there were, and then there was you know some tweets back and forth with him from some of the listeners, and uh, he's indicated his intentions on turning up to the Mad Sunday on the on Grand Final day. So that's fucking tremendous. Beautiful from a new from a newcomer. Um, news this week. I didn't have any uh, stories written down, but I mean, there's a couple of things that we can certainly discuss. I mean, you know, however briefly that may be. Um, this morning, before we were recording on our Wednesday morning this week, and uh, we have this story coming out that, well, first, like earlier in the week, it was like Nathan Cleary is extent. He's he's going. To, he hasn't yet. I don't think, but he's going to, or you know, he's agreed. He's, he's going to be. To. Yeah, he's yeah. he'll he'll. It seems to be a done deal that he'll be uh, extending his stay at the Panthers um, yep. a further what three years? I think it was, and uh, yeah, which is great for the Panthers. I mean, they they've fucking banked it all on on Cleary and um, then today this morning well, it's till the end of 2023 yeah that's five yeah but from now but I mean he was already done till 20 wasn't he or I think he was already I think he's extending what was already he was done till the end of next season okay yeah and uh, so, and um, you know how five you know, year plans five year plans five year plans five year contracts I mean they've I can't think of a single time they've gone pear shaped <laughs> uh, truthfully I, haven't, I can't think of a single time when they've gone well <laughs> Yeah. Or being executed to completion. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I guess he'll be somewhere. Uh, but then this morning, news comes out that uh, Ivan has been very quiet since the conclusion of the Tigers season. And he's been very quiet, in fact, since it blew up a couple of weeks, you know, before yeah. that, when it was the whole big fucking Nathan Cleary, Ivan Cleary, is he going to fucking, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Sounds Penrith have remained... Uh, you know, in the in the hunt to try and get him over, and apparently he's uh, they're working on a three year deal, and they're uh, apparently close. They say they in air quotes that you can't see because you're listening, yes. not watching. But um, I'd just like to take this opportunity to remind everybody of what an absolute shit business operator Justin Pascoe is. <laughs> um, on top of being an absolute no good, unethical snake cunt who took money to go on a fucking working holiday after he'd agreed to terms at his new employer. Um, but when, when this whole thing kicked off, again, if Pasco had shut his cunt mouth <laughs> and just said to Gus, let's have a beer yep, and let's talk about it, yep, Gus would have turned up with his checkbook and said, you're going to release Ivan when he asked for it. What do you want? Here's a fucking non-disclosure clause so you can't say we gave you any money for it. Yay, the Tigers can afford medical supplies next season. Yeah. You know? Now, because he did his little, we're not going to be pushed around by anybody, <laughs> he's absolutely fucked. He's going to have a he's team. Gonna get fucking, he's going to get yeah, fingered in the, in, in the arse. Well, he's, he's going to have a team playing a season under a coach that they know full well is not sticking around with them. Yeah. You know? And they can say, oh, well, we're just here for this season and we're here for that. Yep. Um, yeah, good fucking luck. So. And, like, you know, on one hand, while it, I, I certainly agree that it is possible for someone to be, you know, in, sorted out their future elsewhere and be, be a fucking professional and do their job for that year, I think in the modern game, it's just a, it's just a risk that you can't take. It's a risk that Manly weren't prepared to take with fucking Hasler because he was yeah. initially supposed to be coaching Manly in 2012 and then going to the dogs after that. Yep. 
even the fact that he was negotiating with Greenberg since about fucking June of that year and yeah. had agreed terms in June of that year, although it didn't come out till later. I mean, the amount of cunt work that a disgruntled coach or even yeah. a coach just trying to fucking pad the landing on the new job yeah. can do is incredible. So, what happens? Like, who who have West's got coming next year? Have they signed anyone? Yeah, yeah, they've got the um, they've got the fucking uh, concussion dude from East. That's right. Okay, um, so le- so let's say this kid has a fucking breakout season. Yep. Right. Let's say he has a fucking stellar opening. No one tackles him um, above the navel just to put, keep he, his fucking eggshell head he, intact. He, he wears headgear. <laughs> you know, maybe. Um, but and then all of a sudden he's you know Ivan saying, "Look, mate, I'm I'm coming over. Yeah. Um, we've gotten along really well. Yeah." You know, what does that do to the Tigers' ability to retain? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd be looking at more who they've got coming off at the end of the year or something. You know, they have nobody that we want at all. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's the thing they, 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 they. I mean, he Madison is not a he's not in a position of fucking need either. I mean, the last thing Penrith need, yeah, are fucking like back rows and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. they're they're good. For, so. You know, that's that's. I mean, you could argue that they might need. Whoops, um, you can <laughs> just pull my fucking chair apart. Um, you could argue that I mean, there's, there's, you know, they could use a fucking gun fullback, but the Tigers haven't got well, someone like they haven't got it. There's, there's no one that you could take from the Tigers on that respect. Oh, look, Embi's M- no slouch, but remember, we've got Edwards that was injured for eighty percent of the season. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I wouldn't put Edwards up there with he, the fucking, yeah. you know, the, the top guys. But the Tigers don't have a top guy to take either, so that's that's that's, that's well, a wash. Ed- Edwards is one step. You could probably use is one step under Slater. And then I'm looking at what the Tigers have got. I mean, like they haven't got a winger that you want. Centers, you know, you're probably okay. Centers were absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah, and you're fine in halves. I mean, especially stitched up. I mean, you got to deal with second year Maloney, but you know, yeah, whatever. Um, and see, otherwise, you know, you're fine. You know, you need a fucking. Maybe you'll take Robbie over. How about that? You need a hooker. Well, there I you hope, go. <laughs> I hope you can figure out how to Skype me from jail every week. <laughs> It'll probably be stricter on the times we're allowed to record. I mean, it'll probably be it'll probably be scheduled by them, not it'll us. Work. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, fuck you, Justin Pascoe. I'm really sorry to all of the decent Tigers fans out there that you have to put up with that absolute fucking piece of human effluent, you know, in charge of your club. Yeah. But you've made your dumpster sleep in it, <laughs> and hope it doesn't get set on fire. Um, do you have any thoughts on uh, on on Sam Burgess uh, and unnamed others flashing flashing their, uh, their 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 special parts to a lady over FaceTime? I believe it was fucking stupid. Footballer um, behaviour like yeah. that, like locker room behaviour, is so fucking stupid. Like. I, I hate the fact that there's bad news stories all the time and, and I'm not one of these people like, oh, you know, the good news stories because when the good news stories come out, it feels really fucking- Forced. It feel, yeah, it feels it feels un, unnaturally forced. I think it should just be like a, a, a constant flow and yeah. and I think the club should probably push those out more because, I mean, the media is not their friend and so maybe the club should- 100%. Just like 100%. they out of their Twitter accounts, just fucking just bash them out every day because, I mean, I'm sure shit happens every day. Like they do the- the, the things where, you know, players go to schools and they run junior coaching clinics or this player's donated money to this and he's going to see this kid's got fucking cancer. Well, that shit happens every day, I'm sure of it. And so the club could we easily put shit out. We said exactly the same when yep. Josh Dugan had his little fucking cry about what an easy target he was. Yeah, yeah. You know, about what he did and um, he does all of this stuff and there was this little kid that he took to a rooftop and now he's not here anymore and whatever. Yep. Well, you look at- And look, I, I know that, that Penrith's my club. 
But yep. you look at the Penrith Panthers social media account, at least twice a week, they hashtag it Panthers on the Prowl, which is probably a poor hashtag for visiting schools. Yeah. But- I, 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 don't, I don't think that's a look they want to go for at all, to be honest. <laughs> yes, Director Roman Polanski. Um, but that that's where you find out about what they're doing in the community. Yep. Yep. You don't go to the fucking Telegraph or Fox Sports to go, I wonder what my club's doing to, uh, you know, give back to the community that yeah. supports the club. Because at the end of the day, they're good, they're, good, they're good little stories that happen all the time. But, I mean, they're not news per se. But, I mean, this the, the locker room, they, they could fucking help themselves out so much more by just this dumb fucking meathead, young fucking jacked up fucking guys yep. doing dumb fucking... <laughs> like, like, get, like... Like, who fucking does that? And then you got the doggies thing. Like, I'm, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes out, they go, oh, they were sticking their dicks in fucking, you know, schooners or whatever. Like, they were fucking had their pants. Well, well, I mean, that's not a surprise. I mean, it's not a fucking leap to get from A to B. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, if, the, if, if, if they got their pants off, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're not just fucking helicoptering. I mean. It, it is a thing. that There is a law about proximity between dicks and schooners. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> with these stories, the the worry for me is that it, it always tends, shit's tribal as it is, yep. right? But it always tends to get into either who's right, who's wrong. Yep. Which is so fucking dangerous. And that plays right into the hands of this fucking culture in, in the professional, air quotes, media. Because that's what they want. They want yeah. people to be divided, yep. and they want people to be easily outraged, yep. without thinking too much about a broader issue. Oh, they'll give them. They'll, they'll give them the. They'll give them the dot points of which they should be outraged about up front. Exactly. And, uh, and it's fucking amazing. Like far, far be it that they put something out there that's a thought piece and says this is shit. But at the end of the day, there's no clear right or wrong. Yeah. You know, there's all this stuff that you know, perfect world shouldn't have happened. Yep. You know, now from the fucking player's point of view like just if if somebody wants to video conference you and you don't know them and also you know if you're fucking like you know you're hooked up and you know especially like, if you know because um, it's like you know, you're a public figure like I mean you know that you're going to be targeted by these fucking exactly. you know like these palavis and shit you know what I mean like exactly it's it's like it's happened for since fucking time immemorial in mm-hmm. the in football I mean even like you know the dawn of the dawning of the internet I mean you still had the fucking mainstream newspaper coverage all you know like your pleasure machine shit and all that. I mean like yeah. it fuck you know here's the thing right there are different parts of people that people are attracted to right now, if you are a football player, a part of you is your position socially. Are you saying they're, they're penis? No. Oh. I'm saying like aspects. <laughs> okay. Right? So part, an aspect of you as an individual is your public and, and social position. Yeah. That is attractive to some people. Yep. Your bank balance. Yeah. That is attractive to Certainly, people. Yeah. You know? Um, the, the capacity for attention for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know? That doesn't mean that they don't love and respect you as a person. Yeah. Once you've forged a relationship, but but don't fucking kid yourself that when some chick wants to FaceTime you and your mates, she's established that you're a really nice individual with common interests from what she's seen on the football field. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just be a little bit fucking smart about it. Yeah. Especially from a, a so-called leader. 
yeah. that club. Yeah. Um, I think it was also pretty cheap of him to pull out the old, oh, I've got a wife, I've got a daughter. Yeah. And they've had to flit, you know, flee the city. Yeah. Because- Mate, you did it. I, I give a lot of shit to the media. Yeah. They're not fucking pitchforking and, you yeah. know, lit fire torches on them. But then you go to that point of- it was fucking wonderful of the Daily Telegraph to, you know, they knew about this story. Yeah. yeah. They knew about it. Yep. You know, they had the information and they decided to break it. What was it? Two days before the- Before the before, before a crucial the, game. The game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just so happened to involve one of the teams that was playing in that uh, finals yeah. game. Yeah. Um, th- that's absolutely fucking revolting. Yep. Yeah. And for them then to publish images- you know, again, just shows what hypocritical, absolute cuntbags they are. That this image is atrocious, and no this one shit is so terrible and shouldn't happen. Fucking take a look at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, and for the young lady involved, like, let me yep. go on the record with my stance that you know, if people don't want to see dicks, they shouldn't be forced to see dicks. Yeah, right. I'm, I am all for that stance. If if somebody doesn't want to see a dick, they they shouldn't see a dick. <laughs> Mine. So, so you will be drawing up a contract, a legally binding contract, before you before you Louis C.K. people at the Mad Sunday meetup. No, that's <laughs> implied by attendance. <laughs> it's a it's an un, it's an unspoken contract and condition of entry. <laughs> Look, you don't walk into a strip club and get offended by nipples, right? <laughs> um, but you know, to I'm going to go back to to dear Graham Kennedy here. The fact that she was offended more than once mm-hmm. means she's a fucking idiot. Yeah. I'm going to quote one of the great philosophers of our time. George W. Mr. D. Chappelle. Oh. <laughs> Bitch, you don't know how to hang up a phone. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a situation and all of a sudden, you know, you think it's a social call mm-hmm. and, oh, that's that's a penis. Yep. That is a penis on my telephone screen. Right? How does one turn this off? <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> I, this device I'm unfamiliar with, I do not know how to cease this display burning into my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know? Fucking hit the red button. Yep. Hit the red button. Unless, of course, you know, you have uh, you know, other motives and- Unless no, you're screenshotting it. everything and- yeah. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll we'll see how it all washes out. But so um, but I think at the end of the day, there there is. A, I mean, it seems like the theme of the last couple of weeks has been this fucking like negative negative shit in the media. And yeah, you know, the the media. I mean, the media. We've established on you know numerous occasions our opinions on what you know what cunt bags they are. But and I don't want to get into a situation where it's like oh you know but but if you didn't do this then this wouldn't happen. I mean, there is a responsibility on behalf of the players and the clubs as well. Yeah. To, if don't do that dumb fucking shit too. I mean, you, you, know, you if you don't do the dumb shit, and I think of clubs, and we mentioned this last time when we we're talking about the yeah. Bulldogs Mad Monday. If the club, you know what, the club should treat Mad Mondays like fucking Sons of Anarchy, fuck when they have the fucking when they have the club fucking meetings, yeah. they they fucking drop their phones in a fucking box yep. the, and in the doorway, and then they all walk in and the door shuts. Yeah, you do that. The players could fucking lemon party themselves and no one would ever fucking know. Exactly. Never know. No one would know. Well, how many times do you hear players of, of bygone eras allude to the fact that, oh, geez, I'm glad social media wasn't around when I was, yeah. you know? Yeah. That, the, 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 it, it happens. But I almost feel as if because of the severity of things that have gone on yep. in and around the game, stuff like this, 
I can see how the players would be looking at that, right? And I'm not condoning it. Yeah. And saying, you know, it, you see the thought process. Well, I'm not fucking a dog or, you know, assaulting anyone or doing coke off a phone in Canberra or, um, you know, Blake Ferguson, somebody. Gang the chicken cost harbour. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm this. Now, that takes a bit of a hit with the- Oh, no, this was before the Mad Monday thing. So, oh. um, but you, there's got to be somebody in clubs that's sitting down with these guys and saying, and if you do something dumb, it will end up being portrayed as catastrophic. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do something unwise, it will end up being displayed as malicious and, and dangerous. So, mm-hmm. you trace it back to its point of origin. And if they don't do dumb shit, it doesn't give the opportunity to crisis merchant the situation. Yeah. Yep. So uh, both sides sort your fucking shit out. Yeah. But club, I mean, but clubs and players in particular. I mean, like, I know, I know that one. You know, the, there's 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 a part of me that's like, these guys are, are fucking grown ass men. You know, they they shouldn't need a nanny or whatever. You know, but you know what? They kind of fucking do because they keep fucking doing dumb shit. Like, they yeah. they clearly clearly just just the responsibility. That's you know that that is like implied because of their their occupation what they do, just just because that you know the responsibility to be responsible is there, like clearly that doesn't matter. <laughs> Look, you know if, it's not enough. If you, if you're with a bunch of guys, right, and one of them is FaceTiming a girl on their phone, mm-hmm. at, you know if you're past eighteen nineteen, is the urge to get your dick out there? Well, look, you know, speaking for myself, yeah, it is, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you've got to, you've got to understand that, you know, <laughs> that there's, that there's, a, there's a dozen ways it can go wrong from there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you know, this, this girl takes a little screenshot. Yep. And then she puts it up on Instagram and goes, how disgusting a bloke started, da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden through six degrees of separation, your wife or girlfriend sees it. Yeah. You know? Do you want that conversation? See, that's that's that doesn't look disgusting to me. It looks delicious. It looks like my husband's dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Recaps, okay. Well, fucking episodes getting shorter. And uh, on uh, Saturday night, the Sharkies twenty-one defeat the Penrith Panthers twenty at Allianz. Crowd just over nineteen thousand in attendance. The uh, the Sharkies twenty-one came through tries to Townsend, Holmes, and Luke Lewis. Val got two conversions, two penalty goals, and the crucial field goal to Chad Townsend. In the end there, the Panthers twenty came from tries to Cleary, Yo, and Blake. Cleary, three of three conversions and a penalty goal, and uh, he missed with both of his attempts at field goals. So, uh, look, it's a this game was fucking Panthers twenty eighteen, yeah, encapsulated. Yeah, 100%. except this time, and we probably said it, you know, eight weeks ago, we probably said exactly this this next sentence, but we probably said when shit gets real, they can't keep fucking pulling out, getting yeah. out of jail at the end yeah, like exactly. that. And this is exactly what fucking happened. In this I mean, the first half was a fucking clinic from the Sharks. Like, it was like premiership fucking winning clinic that first half. 
Like the the way they fucking the way they dominated them, it was it, it was looking fucking ugly. I'll put a spin on that. Yeah, the Sharks played incredibly well in that first half. However, my mantra of teams don't beat Penrith. Yep, Penrith lose games. Stands true. So while Cronulla were exceptionally good with what they were doing in that first half, Penrith gave almost no resistance. The the plays close to their line, coming out of trouble. Yep. The the risks they took trying to go for miracle balls too early in a in a period, you know. Yep. Um the James Maloney and and some of his decisions defensively. Yep. Now I've I've backed Maloney a hundred percent on the actual missed tackle stat because of how it's recorded. Because it's because he's literally I mean like it's it's being a speed bump is often is often like and you know is like this is like a synonym for turnstile or whatever for poor defender. But I mean in his case, I mean speed bump he actually yeah. halts or slows the progress of the player, which is who's then finished off by exactly. over the top by the you next know? guy. You know, so those yeah. those situations, I will back him. one hundred percent. Yep. Um, I I don't and I don't know if it was Maloney being overexcited. That was him though. He did get fucking found out on that when when Moylan put was it Townsend through? No, it it, it wasn't that he was found out. It was that he rushed. Yeah, but he got. But it's uh, you know yeah. the way that the way the little jink from Moylan got him interested. It, but to it bite and then he and it wasn't even that that got him interested. You know, you you look at the Lewis try. Yeah, he he's just rushed up. Yep. and he's just yep. done it again for the yep. second one. But I I don't know whether that was him being the only involved party or whether Kikau was was not not coming up with. I don't know what they were what was being yep. communicated out there. Yep. But if if Maloney's the leader, then if it happens once. He needs to make sure it doesn't happen again. And by that, it's either he needs to get them on the same page as him defensively. Yep. Or he needs to come back to their page. Right. Yep. If they're not coming up with you. Yep. Stop going. Oh, yeah. Charging up is an, all, is an all or nothing fucking play in defense. I mean, and, and you've really got to have your guys outside you on board as well to cut it all and, off. And very often, from my experience, the really the only times that the rush up play is shut something down is if it's a center yep. coming up on yeah. to shut a spread or if it's half on half. You yep. see, a lot of the times those really good defensive halves, because they know what to watch for and where things are going, yep. they'll come up. Like, um, uh, clearly made more than his bitch in the first half, right? Yeah, a- I, absolutely. I, I, I think that, that given the fact that that was probably the best half of football that Moylan has ever played, I, I would ha- I would have to disagree. <laughs> no, just there was a a play where the sharks went out to the left and Cleary just absolutely read it and went up and put a massive shot on Moylan. He knocked the ball on. Put the- so all those try assists and stuff if- like that they 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 obviously aren't factored in the making a bitch statistic. It's just when they cut off one fucking well, spread. You know, a, a cuck is a cuck for <laughs> you know an hour out of his day. He still goes to work and he still fucking gets the train and he. Well, yeah, like yeah, like, like yeah, like yeah, like like yeah, like a guy fucks a goat. And probably takes him you know for like five to ten minutes for completion. <laughs> I mean, so there's twenty three hours, fifty minutes there exactly. that he's a regular person. But exactly. like, that guy's a go fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't understand the the six rushing out on the prop. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the bit that gets me. The 
the the rush up I can live with because it does work in in the right circumstances, but it's the six rush and the prop that I don't. Yeah. I can't um, reconcile in my own head. The ROI on that play is, uh, you know, if you're thinking rationally, you'd have to assume that it's probably pretty high risk to, to minimal reward. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, the only, I mean, like, you, know, you prop, you know, prop some, you know, when, when you rush them, sometimes they can, you know, think about what's happening next and drop it or something like that. But if that doesn't happen, the chances of you actually stopping them are, are fairly fucking low, unless you're like yeah. your Jeff Toovey or someone that's known to just cut people down of any size. Maloney's not yeah. that fucking guy. No, he's like, not, he's he's never, he'll guy. never be that fucking guy. Um, and the second half was like, it was last last 20 minute Panthers. I mean, it, it was funny. I mean, like that, because that Cleary try, I mean, that was the fucking borderline. Like, it was almost like a charity one. Like they're getting fucked up so bad, we'll just give it to them. But they actually got Penrith back in the game, like mentally. They're like, okay, fucking, okay, we're here now. Yeah. Then, they, then the play, the ball started getting quicker. The forward started fucking rolling on a little bit, it, and uh, and they they looked, you know, far better than they did in the first half. I mean, they were certainly better than the, better than the Sharks overall in the second half. I think. Um, yeah, they. It's ridiculous to us to 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 say that they were their second half was better than the Sharks' first half. I mean, but um. And, no, the, and, and that they were the better, t- and that they were the better team over the whole game. Well, they were. Well, they no, were, 20, they, 20 they, minutes of a game does not make a better f- team. They played better football. They're better people. Um, <laughs> they don't like- look. They're the better team in terms of not injecting themselves with peptides and <laughs> and you know other stuff that GT Johns would fucking <laughs> list off. <laughs> um, <laughs> no look, race rights out there in Penrith. Correct. You know, it's because no one can categorically say what race they are. <laughs> you know, you don't know the bloke you're punching might be a half brother. <laughs> um, look at the whole game stats, and Penrith finished up at seventy percent completion. Yep, and they. What was the second half? The second just isolated. Probably far higher. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent far higher. And and that's the point I'm, I was trying to make. You, the fact that. Um, out of their 11 errors, I think seven of them were made in the first half and were made in horrific field position for the Sharks. Yep. You can't afford to do that in, in fucking regular season games, you know, um, but especially in finals games. Yep. Coming home with a wet sail is even harder then because your intensity has gone up a notch. Yep, yep. Failing that, though, I think their second half was more complete than second halves we've seen from them this year. And I, I was almost, I would say it's almost less complete because previously in second halves, they've done exactly what they did in this game. Got their tails up, climbed the mountain and then won the game. This one, they did all the fucking work yeah. to climb the mountain. And then that last like three minutes was some of the fucking worst shit as far as clutch fucking game managing ending shit that I've seen in oh, fucking yeah. a long time. And sure I saw it again the next day, but it's, yeah. <laughs> the point remains that was like and especially for yeah. a guy like like the the story of all season has been when fucking Nathan can't you know when he's got nothing going on Maloney picks up and you know he 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 fucking yeah. puts the team on his back yeah, whether it, it be New, Penrith or New South Wales. Yep. And f- and fucking gets them where they need to be to yep. you know, but they they just couldn't even get themselves in the position to even give themselves a fucking chance in the last three minutes, despite the fact that they had one hundred percent of the momentum. It's where and and a lot of the time pe- people uh, say you know oh, off the cuff football we love free flowing off the cuff football yeah that's all good and well right, but 
when shit gets real, you must have, you know, different field goal plays where yep. everybody knows. Radio, we're running entire set, sets that are we're constructed set for that one, purpose. Two, three, whatever you fucking call it, we're running ABC or FG or fucking give them fucking great code names. Yep. But run it. Yep. And that's why you see teams like the Storm being successful for so long. Yep. Because, yeah, sure, if something comes up and Adokar can chip back inside for Slater to, to pick up and score, fantastic. They're going to do that because yep. they do lots of skills training. However, if it is a rainy day and it's at night- And it's a tied game and, and there's, there's two a, minutes left and, and they've a, got the ball in yeah, their hand. You know? Yep. And there's a different play for if the breeze is coming at you or if the breeze is going across field. Yep. You know, that every fucking thing sorted. So- um, you know, that, that team, next year, I'm really hoping that you know, Kikau can can get a little bit more mongrel about him. Um, I'm really hoping that the forwards can find a way to motivate themselves yeah. you know, and, and do it for extended periods in a game. Um, I'm hoping somebody FaceTimes Katoa and he shows his dick to them. And is routinely sent um, to fucking England. Yeah, so tell you what, the two crucial fucking plays at the end of that game, though. Like for starters, like Bakuya, pretty bad miss on on kick out. But I mean, it was fucking Matt Pryor. I think that was inside oh, him that was yeah, worst. Pryor. Yeah, the the worst miss on that. Ta- I mean, so you know, say what you want about his fucking tackling sharks. Yeah, no. That cunt nearly cost you the fucking <laughs> game. But then that run from that fucking carry from Bakuya, like. Yeah. Next time they yeah. were working out from their own end where was he just kept- 30? Oh, it was fucking ridiculous. He was yeah. stopped and then he surged and he stopped and then he was surging yeah. again. He just kept fucking going. That's it. That shit was amazing. And like, that was almost the fucking- I mean, obviously, kicking a field goal is a winning play, but I mean, like, that was the shit that fucking saved their yep. entire game. And if you look at field goals- Yeah. You're right. All the attention's given to the kick itself. Yeah. But think back about all the clutch, like really clutch field goal moments. Yeah. There's at least one run or at least one act yeah. Usually by a forward. Yeah. Earlier in the set. That puts him in the range. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So um yeah, well done, Sharkies. You, you you did exactly what you needed to do. You did it without Paul Gallon for a majority of the game. Yeah. And now um, then now like and like Lewis has been potentially gone, uh, you know, added to added to, to Wade who was gone from last week. Yeah. And so it's it's funny, a lot a lot of teams losing losing cattle at this time of the year. I mean, like the Sharks with those three would probably be looking pretty fucking good. But uh without them and yeah, it did, yeah. I, you know, it remains to be seen. You know, if they front up this week or not, but uh, yeah, less maybe less so. Yep. Especially saying if Gallon if Gallon's not playing, then you know potentially the captain becomes Fafita. Yeah, that's 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 a guy I'd fucking. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're dying. Oh, I'm sorry. Times like this, I wish you could fucking mute these mics. I don't even know if there's a mute on them, is there? <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, sorry. I turned my head and coughed. Uh, GT351 underscore Johns. I didn't see it, but I'm sure the fucktars at the NRL made, their, made sure their peptide pets won. They're trying to impress the new redneck ScoMo Gronk. <laughs> Beerboy182, fun fact. Sharks have two penises. GT351 Johns, <laughs> he's tagged him in it. One to slide down your throat and one to wedge up your loose rectum. Come, come, we'll hit each other like Ryu and Ken doing a Hadouken midway in your stomach. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, ben, ben Dunn, 43. Uh, just wanted to thank the Panthers for Moiser and I really hope they enjoy second year Maloney. Uh, Tall Hayden, nothing. This, qu- this is the man who spends his lunch hour 
watching retirees and little children on a beach. Yeah. So, you know. I like um, when he put that picture up and he's like talking about his, his lunchtime view and it's like you're looking at the beach out of a fucking high rise. So, it's like, oh, yeah, what is it? Like fucking, oh, you know, is it like fucking uh, perving for ants? Yeah. Like- <laughs> Yeah, oh, there's tons of talent down there. You, you, know, you get up close. Like, you know, I've said before, I, I don't understand people paying at strip clubs. That's yeah. like going to a strip club, but you've got to stand 60 metres away and watch the girls perform. <laughs> it, you, know, you can't even feel the sand on your toes. No. I would expect nothing more from a ref's folding piece of genetic waste like yourself. Exactly. Tall Hayden, nothing quite like the edge of your seat, thrill and panic of your NRL side in a closely fought finals match. Well, so I've heard. As a Tigers fan, I don't really remember. <laughs> uh, Ryan F for the best. Maybe it's the rum talking, but I feel like Penrith were the better side and lost, as shitty teams do. Have we throw to Jay for comments? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it is interesting. Just how much salt is left from 2003. You'd think it would have been excreted or depleted or, you know, whatever you want to fucking say. Yeah. Right? But Fortunately, um, you've got a fantastic player that's won the majority of your games for you this year. Um, Look, if Todd... Unfortunately, as a, if Todd, week, if, if so. Todd, as a winger, could run faster than a busted-ass fucking... Exactly. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you know, and and here's the thing, you, I'm I'm sure that you'll do really well without Latrell on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> South Sydney Rabbitohs thirteen defeat the Dragons twelve ANZ crowd of just over forty eight thousand in attendance and a fucking in fine voice as well. Rabbitohs tries to Adam Reynolds conversion to Adam Reynolds two penalty goals to Adam Reynolds and three crucial fucking field goals. Dragons twelve came from tries to Ben Hunt. Conversions to Jack to Zach Lomax and a couple of penalty goals as well. Um, fucking this, <laughs> like last, like the last game was fucking definitely a game of two halves. Yeah. Dragons were fucking great in the first half. They were like it was basically a continuation of last week, despite the fact that they must have had about half a dozen players that they would yeah. have preferred to be in that side That's that weren't cool. fucking there. I mean, it was. I will give them. I'll give them maximum respect for the the, the heart that they showed. And as with Penrith, though, that fucking last four minutes, whatever it was, they fucking had it. Yeah. And it would have been an immensely shitty fucking way to win a game. Uh, this penalty in front shit when, you know, scores yeah. are, you know, it's fucked. However, the penalty was fer- was perfectly legit. Yep. Respect to the referees for actually fucking doing it, you know, blowing it up, knowing what it could have meant for the result. Yeah. But then for the Rabbitohs... To fucking to sack up and go down there and Reynolds clutch fucking field goals. I I do laugh um, when players remember the rules mid game, and it always fuck it always fucking happens with one on one strips. That As- was that was fucking incredible. Like the the like the the way the the execution of the dragons one was fucking was fantastic yeah. to start with. Like yeah. drop off. You know he's obviously like you know I couldn't yep. you couldn't hear on the field, but it's obviously like I fucking got a good grip on a drop off dude, and I fucking snatch it, and then they did yeah. drop snatch. It was fucking amazing. But then South, maximum credit to them too when they went they they went the short kick off didn't work. Yep. So then they just like every tackle one guy in and fucking just strip yeah. strip strip. strip. <laughs> 
That's what I'm saying. It's like and the dragons. They should have fucking know, all they had to. They, they should have known that and just run. No need to be fancy. Tuck just, the ball under arm. That's it. Wrap that fucker up just under both arms and two. just head first. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, fuck the CTE. What, what like, happened to the days of covering the ball with both arms on impact? Yeah. I'm thinking back to all the footy cards of my youth and every forward. <laughs> the picture of them was with the point of the ball. Yep. In the palm of their hand. Yep. And the other point. Yep. But like between their body and the crook of their arm. Yep. And the other hand on top of the cunt. Yep. It- yep. And that's and, and that's what the drag should be. Um, but there's and like there's there's a couple of things like the the drag the one that people are gonna talk about is the Ben Hunt thing. Now watching it yeah. live, to me it looked like they just didn't know the count. And we're trying to bite off some extra meters before, you know, before a kick. Maybe having a yeah. crack at field goal, get them down there, or at least you know try and earn a repeat set, or at least pin South, you know, down in the yep. corner or something. But I mean, Ben Hunt's comments later say that I mean he thought he's like, oh, you know, I saw we had numbers and everything, and that's and you know that's fine if everyone's on the same page, but fucking man wasn't on the same page because he he cuts inside with an overlap. I mean, it just makes me feel like my man yeah. could have man could have kicked that if he had have known too. Surely, so, there's some guy who's not a retard. In the forwards, kick potentially it, kick going, it, kick it, kick it. going, you dumb fucks! It's the last kick. The fucking, yeah, you know, yeah, kick yeah. the cunt. But um, you know, and ultimately they hand the ball over in excellent. I mean, in this day and age, a seven tackle set or a six tackle set that starts from like even the twenty, the way that forwards can roll on at the end of games. Yep. I mean, you're getting a shot off. Yeah. I mean, you, you anyway, but you give it to them around halfway. Yeah. And it's you and know. like it's it's not like they were playing a team. Like if you were playing. Um, like the Titans, or if you were playing, you know, Manly, just cunts that can't kick field goals. <laughs> it Manly won many games with field goals. Even beat the Sharks. We're into the fucking qualifying finals. Did you realise that? Yeah, okay. I just wanted to- you know that team that you lost by one to? We beat them. I just want to give you your moment just to talk about your fucking <laughs> shit cunt pathetic club for one second. There was a game that came down to a field goal between Manly and the Sharks not that long ago, and Manly actually prevailed with a field goal. Mm. Penrith had the same opportunity on Saturday night. Unfortunately, couldn't get it done, but that's okay. I'll tell you what. I'm not going to fucking harp on that. Why don't you write a letter to Unky Todd <laughs> and start petitioning for 25 one-game seasons next year? <laughs> that sounds fucking good. <laughs> as long as I can cherry-pick the, <laughs> the game. <laughs> um, it, as we've, you know, we've pretty much got the South thing on repeat now. Mm-hmm. They live and die by the handling of the forwards. Yeah, and but even like this one, it wasn't even the handling. It was there was a definite like it felt like a lack of intent or something. Like they definitely weren't there yeah. at the start of it. Like it took them a while to get in the game. Yep, and you know maybe I mean maybe it was in the first half. I can't remember, but I mean it definitely wasn't. You know, didn't really start happening for them until the second half. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, but the, the thing the the thing that I was like, we got off track on that Ben Hunt thing because I mean that was that was fucking stupid and obviously. Ultimately, game losing. But you know what? The there was some dumb fucking shit that happened in this game, both teams. But there was like elementary shit. Like we're going to try and roll on fast, so playing the ball incorrectly, like getting penalised yeah. for that. But this fucking Cletus ass, McInnes ass motherfucker. He's the real fucking MVP. If you want to look at cuts yeah. the point, I mean, dumb stuff. He was pretty much the guy that they changed the rule for, passing the ball into cunts in the ruck. I thought I thought I'd seen Milford do it more than anyone. Well, but McInnes has been done for it already. This, I mean, yeah, he fucking yeah, knows. Yeah, but I thought that was like just a Milford standard. Yeah, I think it was McInnes standard too. Yeah, but fuck, okay. But to do it, like it, it blows my fucking mind. 
it's uh, it is an absolute. I mean, it is a fact in close games that referees ninety nine times out of hundred put the whistle away for shit like you know for fringe yes. sort of stuff because because they don't want to be the villain like that penalty guy they don't want to be the villain of games like the way that the fucking Tigers lost to the Broncos early season yep. they don't want to be the guys that have every you know fucking lines drawn on screenshots and everything to show yeah. that why that decision was bullshit and cost the team their season blah 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 but for the same time milking shit is not the fuck is not is not a pathway is not a guaranteed pathway to victory. What is a guaranteed pathway to victory, or at least a, a far more tried and tested pathway to victory, is quick play the balls, fucking good meters from the forwards, good kicking game at the end of the set. The, the thing that gets me is in that situation where there is a player on the ground mm-hmm. for you to pass the ball into. That means he's not in the defensive line. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'd like to see, you know, hookers and potentially halves. This is what I consider off the cuff football. Mm-hmm. It's it's not the whole, you know, throw it and chuck it and kick it and, and just keep offloading and offloading and offloading. Yeah. That's not it. But it's well, fuck. I know we were going to run this, but I see an opportunity here because he's on the fucking. They're short in the line, right? Which side is the side short? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that that's the center, right? Mm. So that means if I go that way, I'll end up with a center on a second roller mm-hmm. if I can spread it fast enough. You know, it. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see more of that. But, yeah. Um, but that was such a fucking killer because that's the Dragons. That's when they were, they were pressing to close out the game at that point. And they were on top. Yep. They were on top. Yep. And just as we say- Because like South, South were mentally fucked at that point. I mean, like, they, yeah. they fucking imploded after that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But was that it- penalty basically just-, just cool them off and go, oh, fuck, all right. This penalty is going to instantly put us down there. You know, we'll tie it up and, yep. you know. And- Because say what you will about fucking Reynolds. I mean, that kind of is a fucking specialist. Like, he can kick a field goal like is. a- I mean, he's- Like, I'd almost back him over anybody if yeah. I, if, if, if they're playing a golden point game for my life. Yep. You know? But, it, okay, the, the other thing, again, you look at Reynolds, look at what Cook does before every one of those fucking kicks, you know? Then you contrast that to how Penrith were trying to close their game out. What the fuck, Penrith? Did that spin it well, out to the fucking left, trying to trying to trying to fucking get kick out magic again? You know, and well, it, it's it's kissed on the kick out. It's because Katoa can't play eighty. Yep. And so they end up with Tyrone May. Yep. You know, and, and I'm all for versatile players. I'm all for <laughs> versatile players and players filling multiple positions. And Tyrone May is a fantastic player with a great future ahead of him. Mm-hmm. But he's not a specialist nine. Yep. You know? And if you can't go into a game with a nine that pl- with a nine that plays eighty, yep. take two specialist nines. Yep. You know, Cronulla do it. Yep. Cronulla go in with Bra- uh, Braley and Seguiaro. Yeah, so I mean unless yeah. unless you're a team like a unless you got like Cameron Smith, mm. then a lot of te- you know, and uh, you know, a lot of teams. That's, I mean, Manly do it all through the all through the golden time. I mean, yep. they'd have. They, I mean, even Matt Ballon's fucking sold as they fucking come for specialist hookers. However, they you know they mix shit up and you know they have a little, yep. like Lestrange on for a stint and yeah, it's yeah. like fuck yeah, you know. So you 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 look at the fact that Reynolds copped every one of those balls mm-hmm. perfectly to kick a field goal, mixed with for the last twenty minutes of the the Penrith game, Cleary's fucking reaching into the sky for passes from dummy half and and that that's Maloney's and that's the main thing. The other that's way. the thing that shits me about the Manly one as well. I mean, you get yourself a fucking hooker that can pass a bullet off the ground. Yeah. Because let me tell you, it doesn't matter how offside or how fast 
a team's pressing, yeah, the ball's going to fucking beat them every exactly. time and give your guy like two seconds to, I, to I did, have a shot. I did see a lot of refs faulting about the fact, oh, Fafita was offside and this, this, this. They fucking get over it. No one's going to be called offside in that situation. Mm. It's a shitty reality. It's reality. Yep. You know? Um, and if they can't pass a bullet off the fucking ground, put in the extras. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you want to be the starting hooker in the first grade side? Get up your fucking set no up. Worries. Set up your fucking Rex Moss at fucking yeah, target exactly, and then just and just twenty meters away or whatever, and just start. So just, here's the thing: yep. if you if you want to retain the starting hooker role mm-hmm. or the first grade hooker role within four weeks, I need to be able to see you do this, this, and this. Get out there and fucking learn to do it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, it's hard to get good at Fortnite and passing off the ground at the same time, though. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, the bunnies in this game, though, uh, I think they have a nice little. Because in previous seasons, it was uh, oh, Burgess is gone, bunnies are gone, or yep. Ellis is gone, bunnies are gone. <coughs> I think they now have enough leadership around their team without having a clear, you know, number yep. one. Um, Reynolds has really settled into his role. Mm-hmm. Cook's really settled into what he does for the team. Yep, and Inglis, you know, just by his presence. Yeah. Is a, a boost to that back line. Yep. But he's given them enough confidence that that they don't have to have him do everything for him. Yeah. Like you remember as English in State of Origin, he was fucking okay, well this this set on the forward for three tackles <laughs> yeah. and then I'll go back out the back and yep. then um the they were lucky in this one. Yep. Um, they were, but I mean, they displayed the they displayed a kind of toughness that yeah you, that, that got them the same as the sharks did that when it mattered. That's it. They didn't. They were the ones that didn't fold, and that's why they're going through. And they, and and those sorts of experiences. I do. I, I worry about the rabbits a little bit, and the only reason is because they fucking celebrated that shit like they won the grand final. And I hate yeah. seeing teams going off too early. I much prefer teams to behave like that's okay. That's you know celebrate the win. Yep. But onto the you know then we're on to the next. You know the job's not done. That's yeah. that sort of thing. But they they went fairly fucking hard. May I put to you? That they may not have celebrated that hard if it wasn't a one pointer, as in yeah, it wasn't necessarily yeah. the win. The fact that, they won, but the way they well, that's just what you expect when yeah. it, when it, there's a field goal. Yeah, there's a pressure valve that, that you know released yeah, them. Yeah, so, yeah. The broken chapo. Did Ben Hunt channel his inner poor carriage when deciding to run the ball in the fifth tackle instead of kicking it? Hashtag dead v. Hashtag free Lawara. Uh Normie H ninety three. Uh, are Matt Dufty and Cameron McInnes Dragons Juniors, or do they just look inbred by accident? Giannis underscore Mateus sometimes you eat the Mars bar sometimes you take the risk and run it on the last and it ends up embedded in your ass and you can't breathe (laughs) game management 101 but proud of the effort Twill Magician St. George take a bow thoroughly kicked that chokers tag the last two games back to their best and deeply unfortunate with that loss fair play delighted to win again the bunnies need to cut the errors making it hard for ourselves but well played Dragons he's trying to be the biggest magician or something now I'm not really (laughs) sure that choking on the most important play of the game <coughs> of the season qualifies for no shaking a choker's tag. <laughs> <laughs> Being up one point with about three minutes to go and receiving the ball, so he'd wipe another minute off with a good kick into the into touch or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So then it's, now it's two minutes. So really, you had to survive two sets max. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Devonhead, just wondering if anyone knows if it's best to insert Mars bars horizontally or vertically. Asking for a friend, but be quick, oxygen is fading. No. Well, that was you, that you was several it, days ago. Do it, <laughs> so sorry to do it vertically, but you snap them in half and you DP them. 
Just for future reference, Dev. So would you snap them in half or would you buy the bag of fucking mini fun size ones? Well, and just 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 go jamming right parallel. Mister Disposable Income over here. <laughs> <laughs> I put, I, I'd, I'd, I'd never put a dollar a dollar value on my sexual fucking <laughs> pleasure. Silver tail till you die. <laughs> Underscore JDHD. Well, at least we'll always have that time that Jeremy and Lennon will punch Cam Smith in the dick. <laughs> you sure fucking will. And for that, for that alone, it's a successful season. Fucking I. I mean, even if even if it is a, a bitter pill to swallow, leading the competition for the first sixteen weeks of the year and not making a grand final. But at least your players played Origin, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tick that, tick that bucket list off. Uh, Adam Brockman. I've said a lot of shit things about St George over the years, but I really felt for them tonight. Great effort and courage against the odds. Respect is earned, and they've earned it. Okay. Yeah. Very rational, non-gronking tweet. Jesus. All right, this week, we've got the prelims. First up is the second prelim. Storm take on the Sharks Friday night down there at the Korean Housewife. The Storm, Will Chambers returns um, in the place of, of the hero of week one of the finals, Chase Blair. Uh, Cassiano's in there this week as well. And uh, I believe, no, he's not. He's just in the Tuesday 21, my mistake. And uh, Asafa Solomona in the 17. Yep. So, uh, and Hoffman, Hoffman returns too. <coughs> that's an interesting, that's interesting. I thought Hoffman- Aimed at 16. I thought Hoffman was fucking done. Like, I, uh, all the talk of Bellamy, like, you know, look, I can't, you know, not going with you this week. But I, I thought Bellamy's realized what, you know, we've all kind of realized, over, you know, that Hoffman's, cooked. you know, he's cooked. Yeah. But is this a softening of the Bellamy we know and love? Because from the way he's spoken about Hoffman, like he holds him in the same regards as Smith. Well, he's one of those guys that was from that generation, you know, where they, you know, where they cheated to get up, to to earn a bunch of victories that would later be removed. Yeah, but but he doesn't speak about everyone from that era, you know, in that way. But from what I've heard him speak about Hoffman, yeah. But Hoffman is one of those upper, like origin upper. He, you know, he's he's yeah, one of saying, one of the more uh, you know elite but, ones of that no, group. Not, not about you know how well he played, but just yep. how he speaks about him as as a performer and as a trainer and yeah, his yep. work ethic. That, yep. That's sort yep. of respectful talk. Yep. Um, is this him giving him his farewell? You know, so it can be. You know, made, does he made feel? Does he deal? feel like they own the sharks <coughs> so thoroughly and completely? Hmm. Well, what was their last game? A loss, I think. Yeah. That was when Will Chambers was exp- imploding, right. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And then they, you know, then had the, the you know. That's it. Don't know. Um, the the Sharks for their uh, for their part have no changes in the seventeen. However, Dugan is uh, listed on the um. Oh, is he happy this week? In the eighteen, yeah. But the boils clean cleared up, and uh, and he's happy with the way he's being portrayed in the media. Okay, nice. So he may come. He uh, he may. Come back in. Uh, Gallon has been named. However, if he pulls out, it looks like Joseph Paulo is going to take his place. And uh, what do you make of this one? The, the thing I like about this Sharks team is that there is very little that can go wrong with it. You know? Um, like you, we say about the bunnies, that if the handling's poor, the bunnies are poor, and the roosters, that if the forwards don't turn up, yep. then 
then the Roosters are going to struggle. With this Sharks team and the way they play the game, there is so little to fuck up. You know, the, yep. the, there's not really a risk of the forwards not turning up because they have just this constant progression of roll-ons and, and guys on the bench that'll come on and, yeah. and just do it. Like, um, that's one of their big strengths. <coughs> to have those guys, like, to have Bakuya coming off the bench for you. Yep. You know, just... And it's not like he's a, a game-breaker busting tackles everywhere and, and creating space, but it's shit like you were saying with that just 30-metre walk. Yeah. yeah. Need a field goal. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Um, I I did see a better storm in the first week of the finals than they have been for quite the, some time. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's the, yeah always that question: Does the week off help or hinder? Um, I, I think I think I mean that argument can be made for a lot of teams, but I don't think the storm is one of them because nearly they're, every they're fucking top year, every fu- yeah, nearly every year. I mean, it's, it's no something that is something they do. I mean, Bellamy knows what the fuck to do in this in this situation. Well, well they know no other way. Yeah, yep. every, every year yep. they're top four. Yep, every year. Yep, they win first round. Yep, the the Melbourne Storm routine is finals, win, rest, play. Yep, grand final. That yep. that's pretty much there. Yeah, Bellamy knows what he's doing. Um, I guess one of the only variables in this one, from the way I see it, is their halves. You know, yep. um, Croft hasn't been a full season half. He's young. Yeah, but Munster seems and- to be lifting. This season oh, he's yeah. lifting to the next level. And, and I, 100%. I think that with him in the side, it's... Uh, but I'm I'm looking for variables, and that's yeah. about the only one I can see. You know, that that's about the only one that goes out there, and you're not really sure how it's going to perform for you out of that Storm team. Yep. Uh, I'm favouring the Storm to win the game. Just I think. at home. Yeah, just at home, and I, but even that's not. You know, it's just in big games like this. I mean, I don't think home field advantage is gigantic because. And yeah, but Look, I don't want to spend any more of Grand Final Meetup Day than I have to. With cunt storm fans, so I'm back in the storm here. So then we get uh, get hot. Yeah, well, it's kind of like the big choice, isn't it? Do you, mean, do you want to spend more time with sharks fans or storm fans on on, on oh, grand final yeah. day? Thankfully, the NRL gods have uh, provided that there's only one <laughs> <laughs> that one of them shall be <laughs> eliminated from the equation. Um, the roosters taking on the rabbits. Uh, the roosters side, uh, they've got uh, Orbison M coming in to take Latrell's spot, and uh, Radley comes into the back row. And uh, look, you know, I still think that's fine. I mean, or, and Orbison, I mean, let's say Orbison is not a Latrell Mitchell. He's not even fucking close. However, however he's, no. he's not even Mark Mitchell from the comedy club, comedy company. But um, <laughs> however, he has played in the centres for the Roosters so many fucking times yeah. that he can most certainly do a job. And in these occasions, too. yeah. And he's not going to start. And he's, I mean, obviously, he's not going to do amazing shit. Yeah. Uh, you know that, that Latrell can come up with that can turn a game. But at the same time, I don't expect him to be to be a, a disastrous, you know, like liability either. He'll fuck, he'll hold his own there. The rabbits, no changes. From last if, week. If all he provides is just a fucking cool head mm-hmm. in how many steps forward into the side he takes in defence, yep. that, that's, that's a fine. decent yep. enough plug. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Rabbitohs, no changes, um, despite, as East fans might have you believe, that Greg English should have been suspended for three fucking weeks. If I crush fucking- <laughs> yeah. You're not doing Didn't have carryovers, mate. Any favourites. I mean, fans. this is so- fuck. Like, like, come on, man. 
You're I, a getaway of yourself. I know you had a fucking nanny who did your maths homework for you, <laughs> right? But learn to add. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fucking simple. Yeah. It is fucking simple. But I think I have to back the roosters here. <coughs> Simply because I don't see this one being a high a high scoring affair. I think it'd be a high quality game, but not a high scoring affair. And I back Kronk to manage the Roosters home more so than I do the Rabbits halves to really take take a situation like that by the scruff of the neck. The Roosters, I think, from winning teams in the first round of the finals, I feel like that they were that for me they were the least impressive. Yeah, of the teams that won in the first time out. Yeah. Having said that, I mean, I you know I expect them to build. I mean, they've been there before. They're not they're not fucking stupid. But um, I don't know, man. Momentum's a big thing too, and I think Souths. Yeah. It's a, it goes two ways. They either celebrated too hard, like it was their grand final, and they come into this one a bit flat. Yep. Plus, they've got the ongoing bullshit Burgess thing, whatever. Yep. Or they carry that momentum through and ride that wave out, which gets them into this game yeah. earlier and more immediately. Yeah. I'm also waiting. Because they've been pretty good against the Chooks this year, too. That's I'm, the other thing. I'm still waiting to see big game Teddy. Like, we know how Teddy lifts for Origin. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's all we've seen of him in big games so far in his career because he played for a shit cunt club. Mm-hmm. With a fuckhead snake as their CEO, so he wasn't given the opportunity to rise. Um, but it, especially with Latrell out, yep. You know, there there goes a little bit of that cover speed wise. Yeah, in the back, um, Teddy could be the game winner here. And maybe I mean maybe Latrell being out, maybe that could be you know that could be the difference. That's it. Who knows? Yeah, look, I'm I'm favouring the Rabbitohs, and I don't I don't really have any huge rationale behind, but I just feel like I feel like the Rabbits might be able to get it. Okay, to the mailbag. Let me tell you, it's fucking going to be a quick episode this week, and we definitely have been taking our time on everything. It's amazing when they you cut the fucking games. Need more games. Fucking R- RLPA. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Need more finals games. <laughs> Eight per week, please. <laughs> Look, I've really been enjoying watching the fucking um, Reggies, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not going to get into that. Have you watching the women's ones as well? Um, I've tried... Yeah. And the timing didn't work out for my schedule. Okay. So, no. Sexist. (laughs) (laughs) You misogynist fucking pig. Patriarchy (laughs) calendar, man. Women shouldn't be playing football. They should be receptacles. (laughs) Oh, you know. (laughs) Honestly, look, I, I, obviously it's, it's admirable, and I, now I, I, I thought it was a bit harsh on some of the teams that kind of blazed the, the, the path for women's rugby league a bit, not getting a, a, a license or whatever first up for that competition. But now there's only there's only four teams in it, and having watched all the games um, to date, it, they definitely did the right thing because mm. 
they can they can tackle and they can put hits on. Don't get me wrong, um, but man, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking room to improve in when it comes to attack and setting up plays, and yeah. a lot of it looks very very rudimentary. And so yeah, if they had had more than four teams, and if, and if that's the talent pool, and then spreading that out to another four teams or whatever, you know, it could have yeah, been. Here's a reality: that they're not pro athletes, as yep. in it is not their only yeah, yeah. activity. Yep, and that's exactly the same as you go and watch the Reggies. These blokes are out there. They're yep. going to nine to five jobs and picking kids up from school and you know yeah. all of yeah. this stuff, just as the women are doing, probably yeah. more so. Um, so it's going to take a little while for, for yeah, them, you know, and, yeah. as you said when when we spoke about it. Yeah, but I think it's a very admirable thing that it exists, and and you know, as it grows, it's, I mean, you know, this is a thing you got to start somewhere, right? So, I mean, it's uh, you know, I full I fully support it and everything, but man, so, sometimes some of the, sometimes it's tough to watch. I'd really me. like to see. And I think clubs like Penrith could do it. I'd like to see the pathways. Yeah, you know, because um, it's all good and well to say we have a women's competition now. Well, this is something. This is something I was thinking about, and like I remember, I remember thinking, why don't I feel about the this this women's competition at the moment? Why don't I feel the same way about like those fucking Australia versus New Zealand games they would have at the nines? And the answer is because it was fucking nines. And I just wonder if like. It almost is like you know, reduce it like the, the because the attack isn't as great. I mean, they've got some fast players. Yep. But the just the the ability to construct sets and put plays on seems to be greatly diminished. You know, and so and I want I wonder if they should run it as a less you know like a night like start as like a night so or something. Could you potentially be saying that in the great spirit of the heritage of rugby league, would they reduce the players on the field? in an effort to create more exciting sport. Yes. That in the women's game, because the women's competition hasn't had the 100 years to evolve uh-huh. as the men's have. Yep. And doesn't have the luxury of being a 100% sport. Yep. As in that's their only activity. Yep, yep. That if you took away one or two players per side. Yes. Not, not even the nines, I don't think. No, yeah, yeah. be excessive. Yeah. But, you know, take take away, like, fuck, fuck the lock off. What the fuck does the lock do? Yeah. You know, really? Who misses a lock? Cronulla don't. Wade Graham shit. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Look, that, that'd be a way to go. But I, I would really like to. But see that it. would be like a short term, like boost to like excitement and stuff like that. And but you know, they obviously want it to go forward as a, you know, should it have to. Well, I, I'm, I don't I'm know. It's just it's just food for thought. I I'm mean, not saying what's right I just, or wrong. Yeah, I just I just had I just had the thought the other day. I thought yeah. I was just trying to sit down thinking like I was sitting there watching one of the games on the weekend. I'm thinking. This is like it's just it's feeling like a fucking grind, like I'm feeling like I'm kind of forcing myself to watch it because like I feel like I should, yeah. But I'm like it's definitely not. But I remember like the, the nines they were almost like the fucking highlights of the of the, yeah, the of the of the weekend. The, watching those, you know. So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see something where you know it's all good and well that we got these teams now. Yep. But for the eight, ten, twelve year old girls, yeah. Where is the the pathway to? Yep. You know for. For blokes that want to play footy and show talent from a young age, I wonder what they do with the with the the kids now, because you know like the boys and girls play together, with, you know, for a, to a certain point. But I wonder if they start doing I, some more like women specific. I think they start grading at twelve up here. Yep. Um, and I think that's when they separate. Yep. But for uh, again, someone like Penrith with the junior base, yep, with the facilities, with the infrastructure. 
with the level of, and you can always have more volunteers and the work they do is great, but with the level of volunteering they've got, yep. for that to be a clear pathway, that'd be a pretty fucking selfless, dare I say it, maybe tax deductible yeah. you know, endeavor. Um, to, and, and then to say, look, in the future we want a, a first grade club, but we're, we're going to give the pathways. Yep. And then players can come and, and you know, your, your four teams can, can take from our nursery. So. Yep. Yep. Okay, mailbag, Super Grover 4. There's a small part, a tiny part in the back of my mind, deep down in the places that we don't talk about, that will be accepting of a loss to the Sharks to remove the quandary of staying on the piss with this week in league or going to another Storm Grand Final. Hashtag fuck, fuck Cronulla. My feelings on that have been made abundantly clear. <laughs> Go the Storm. Johnny Big Bananas. Uh, can we get a stepdad uncovered segment on this week in league for those of us who want to feel young again and live through him? <laughs> well, uh, you got that at the start of the show. I'm not sure it's what you bargained for, but <laughs> at the moment it's uh, it's it's on hold. <laughs> Hashtag tears and shit. <laughs> uh, Friday night um, FBs as a. Uh, Ashton Sims, this is this is based. I asked, you know, Broncos fans, what do you feel about Ashton Sims versus Corbin, and who's yeah. the worst Sims now because of the way that they both played in their respective yep. games, knocking the Broncos out? Uh, he said, uh, Ashton Sims is hands down the worst Sims, just due to the, due to the gravity of the game and the position we were actually in during the game. Lucky for Manly because we would have wiped the floor with them. My eyes are fucking rolling. Um, you would have lost seventy nil cunts. Toto TV. Don't try and play me with this Corbin versus Ashton incident. It isn't even close. I can still remember where I was and the feelings of that fateful night in 08. It crushed me. Ashton, <laughs> hashtag Ashton Daylight Corbin. Cruzy06. Ashton Sims there is no substitute. Is done worst. We would have we would have won against Manly, but instead they got that fraud cheating storm squad. Yeah. I mean, is, that, is that because in 08 they knew that they had a decent side and this year they knew that they were living on borrowed time? I don't, I don't know. But in the name of research, I actually watched that Broncos game <laughs> against the Storm. And let me tell you, I would like to say on the record that Ashton Sims has got a bum rap. Yeah. Yeah, he dropped the ball. But um, fucking, what was the date of that game? Can you look up the, the date of that Broncos versus Storm game was? It was uh, two weeks for a fucking, it would have already happened. It would have been last weekend. I was going to, I should have said a fucking, I was going to actually do a series on Twitter with moments minute by minute in that game, but I, I fear I may have missed it. I think the date may have, it, may be, it would have passed around about, uh, you know, it's in the last couple of days, I think. So I think I've missed it. Uh, but there's some very interesting fucking, like, like there's shit, like I had forgotten the way that that game had, had panned out at the end. I mean, like I remembered the last thing and, you know, the, but let me tell you, there was about three minutes to go. Ben Hannon crashed over next to the update uh, uprights yep. and was fucking held up by Matt Geyer. Ben Hannon bombed an absolute fucking try, yeah. which would have put the Broncos up by eight points or something with like fuck all time left on the clock. And then following the following the the Ashton Sims cough up of the ball, the other thing was who was it fucking Sikamanu? cut back in towards the post with this run that dragged so many Broncos defenders in on him to to finish up about five metres out from the line that within three plays of that last set of the game, the Storm managed to get a a, a, a clear-cut two-man overlap on the, on the left. So there were a lot... I mean, you know, Ashton game possession, but let me tell you, you had your fucking chances to win that game, motherfucker. 
Um, okay, Sportscastle AUs are disappointed when I saw this week's twill was only 90 minutes, but you had me again two minutes in with Street Fighter analogies and discussion. Hashtag Dalsim is king. Hashtag fuck Tekken. Indeed, fuck Tekken. Um, Shanta with the great fucking story. Shanta 86 with the great story. I like Street Fighter, but I was a Mortal Kombat kid. Dad bought it for me on Mega Drive when I was six. Then, in Homer Simpson fashion, Dad went to an arcade and wrote down all the finishing combos from the MK machine so he could rip out my spine when he beat me. That is fucking oh. tremendous. That is tremendous. You know what? <clears throat> I'm going to um, <clears throat> contact Shanta, mm-hmm. and I'm going to bring him up as an expert witness in my divorce. Because um, apparently video games are the reason that a, uh, a four-year-old um, tried to push his mother down the stairs. Man, Morty's fucking... Morty ain't playing. Look, he's a good judge of character, but... <laughs> <laughs> tired um, of that motherfucker. <laughs> They're taking no more shit. <laughs> so no, I'll bring Shunter up as an example of what a prime individual you can be. Playing Mortal Kombat at six. Yep, yep, fair enough. You know, being fatality by your dad. <laughs> Jim Man Bear Peaks, uh, stepped out at his quotable best. I fucked the goat on the weekend. Ned Kelly ejaculated when he died. Fijians create sperm in their elbow and spunk from their fingers. It's in-depth analysis like this. It keeps us coming back good for week after week. Hashtag good stats. Well, you know, it explains why Vunavalu won't have a post-footy career in the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> but if they ever... But if they ever uh, <laughs> If they ever try and, um, you know, get something going with a black Spider-Man, they <laughs> can save on special effects. <laughs> um, where are we? Wally Frogmore. The Tassie comparison. Fuck me. I couldn't have picked the worst time to, to be taking a drink of coffee. Almost lost it all down the front laughing. Uh, JSJ Hogan. Good news story. A shout out to Brian Kelly and Matthew Wright from the Seagulls for helping out at the Aspect Combine School Sports Carnival. And uh, see, and that's the sort of thing. Like, thanks for telling us, uh, Seagulls. Why didn't you? Why weren't you fucking tweeting out photographs and shit about it? I mean, because they they actually used to. I remember they used to always tweet out. Maybe it was the change in digis, but they always used to tweet out like you know photographs when like the players would do like we were talking about earlier, like the routine shit they do yep. every week. Like go to schools for like you know doing like reading stuff yep. with car or running clinics. They used to tweet that shit all the time, but you never really see it anymore. Um, King Levius, there's an all-you-can-eat pizza hut still down near Cool and Gatter on the beach. If you want to eat pizza without fearing being stabbed or robbed like the other two places, oh, because the fucking Gold Coast is such a fucking yeah. haven of law. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> <sighs> Um, what else? Oh, Mad Sunday, grand final day. What is it? 30th of September or whatever? 30th of September. Edinburgh Castle Hotel, uh, right in the CBD, uh, fucking prime location. We've got the upstairs area. 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock it opens. Yep. Yep. And, Um, and you know, when the grand final doesn't fucking start till like, you know, eight, doesn't it? Is that when the game was seven? Seven. Seven. So like, so potentially we could be there until fucking, you know, the end of that. Depending on how people back up and it's, fare, uh, I mean, yeah. like like the the crowd whittled down to like a dozen probably by you know towards the end. Yes, um, of fucking hardy souls <laughs> prepared to fucking to pre- prepared to to look deep into the abyss <laughs> 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 and uh, and and continue on. Um, yes, and so yeah. It's a long. It's a long. It's a long day. Um, yeah, they're at twelve. Um, drink. Get your fluids up on Saturday. <laughs> We're upstairs. Yep. Entry is free. Yep. Get in. Say good day. Eat hearty. Drink up. Um, I'm trying to fucking 
figure figure out a way to do some name tags or some shit, but yeah, that was my biggest. I just couldn't fucking remember any cunt's name. I introduced myself to people like three times. Yeah, uh, so, <laughs> so was, that's right. I'm sure they appreciated the appreciated the effort. That's it. Um, yeah, there's yeah, usually a lot of people there, you know, new faces to meet, and uh, and probably people that you've uh, chatted to or fought with on Twitter. And uh, you know, I'm I'm certainly happy to set up like you know like a you know what I found flight club situation after yes. those right yep after meeting yep what would have previously been fucking little bitch ass Twitter fights saying mean things on the internet yep actually turn into genuine differences of opinion. People can have a respectful discussion about. Yeah. So it does nothing but fucking good to actually get out from behind your computers. Oh, exactly. And meet other human beings. Exactly. Exactly. And this and this year, once again, we have a ton of a ton of new like engaged listeners to the show and everything too. So I hope to see you know as many of you guys down there as possible. Put faces to 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 names or and or Twitter handles. Um, what else have we got here? Um, oh yeah, the shop like. <clears throat> It costs it costs uh, you know like a monthly fee to keep the shop running, so I probably shut it down over the off season. So we've got like a handful of memberships left, um, I think two or three um, at this stage. Because remember we had that that count there. No, the, well, there's one in the box. There's one in the box. Okay, there's one on the ground there too, though. Nice. That was a return so to send. Yes, yeah, so that's two. And I, I may have bits and pieces out in the back to, to cobble together a couple more. And I've got more like plenty of key rings and stuff like that. But um. In any case, uh, get on there, buy up, or shut it down after the grand final uh, until the until the new season. So uh, get in there, and if you're a new listener or whatever, and you want to get along to the the members meetup, which is a, you know like a quieter affair and you know less people and everything to circulate around and stuff like that. Yep. Um, on the Saturday night, uh, yeah, get in, get your membership, and you come along to that. And uh, the venue TBA, I mean, kind of got some pretty solid ideas about where it's going to be. So I probably should get on that and make a decision. And I don't need to really book anywhere. We just need to rock up somewhere, I guess, and. You know, yeah, go from there. Um, what else? That's it. That's us. Episode 305. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow TWI League uh, on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League as well. And make sure you go to hashtag Twill Nation, our Facebook group. Um, apply for entry and uh, let you in when we see the, when we, when you see it pop up. And uh, yeah, fucking group, the group's going off. I, I, when the Facebook group thing first came up, I was like, I suppose let's do it, you know, do it just to do it because, you know, you know a couple of people said, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. It was a fucking great idea. Like in hindsight, like I, I can't believe how fucking how well that group is popping off. And uh, at the moment, um, in the group, each day we're we're shortlisting nominees for the Twillies for like you know the team of the year, like you know the the, the various positional awards for the year. And about halfway through that as well. So if you want to have your say in uh, who gets on the ballot for the actual Twilly award voting process, uh, make sure you add yourself into that group and um, and participate. Uh, what else? No new iTunes reviews this week. Um, get along there and do it. There's fucking plenty of you haven't like you know thousands and thousands and thousands. Do Can you it. do reviews from your phone? Um, excellent question. No fucking idea. Well, fucking check if you can do it from your phone. If you can, do it right now. Like literally, like press yeah. pause, do it, and That's then come it. back and you can enjoy the last minute of the show, knowing that you fucking contributed. <laughs> <laughs> Tipping. Old mate Punching Prolapse has changed his fucking name in the tipping competition to Champion Prolapse. <laughs> <laughs> and although he only got one correct last week, uh, unlike fucking True Masters of Tipping like myself, he got two of two, you know, just saying. Uh, his total score of 132 gives him a five 
point lead over second place, uh, which is, you know, with three games left in the season, well and truly won the game. Uh, Robbo in second, and then a couple of points back to Mitch. Then we got uh, Ben Diggity, Manola, Alpha Ben RL, Frag Dog, Jared Ash, Peter, and Pele. Congratulations, everybody uh, who finished in the top 10. And uh, fuck everyone who didn't. You're terrible at tipping, and I include myself in that number. And uh, that's fucking it. Carsten, I've got a story. Carsten is, a, is a, the last last man standing winner of the year. Uh, and I don't know if we figure out something else for the grand final. I don't know. I can't think of anything at the moment. I'm sick as a fucking dog. I'm high on fucking medication. Lovely. Look, I know you're going to look at the time again. You go, oh, look, the episode is only like an hour 25. It's this express episode shit, but I feel like we fucking... Look, if you really want to, I can sit here for an hour and talk about what a cunt Buzz Rothfield is, but I'm telling you <laughs> shit you already know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, that's it. Talk to you next week. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.